Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Chris Sherlock on the Wireless Podcast. The Chris Sherlock CSI Sessions. On the line, I'm joined by Rofi James. I have Jamie, Joe, and Ronan. Lads, you're very welcome back on to the show. How are you doing? Thanks for having us. How are you? Thanks for having us. I'm good, thanks. Looking forward to Christmas, so I am. We're getting there slowly but surely. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, normally this time of year is busy as it is, but lads, you've been really busy. Like, um, I, I'm trying to just like go back and like catch up with you because it's, it's been a while since you were last on. Powerful singles been released with, between Sorry and Every Time I Make You Hate Me. Like, they're just fantastic songs. I just have to say it straight off the bat. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Chris. No yeah, problem. we're delighted with the response out of the two. It's been great. And the new single now, Berlin Wall, has been getting a lot of traction, which we're delighted with. We took a break yeah. for a while over the uh, over the pandemic, kind of working on the new album and recording and stuff like that. So we have a load of new material that we're dying to release now and get out into the world. The debut album is a long time coming. I remember this a few it years is. ago. <laughs> It'll be out next year, Chris. Uh, well, here we are. What, three years later? <laughs> Chris, we're like Neffet and Neil Martin. We always kick the can down the road. Oh, is that what it is? Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't. I can't argue with that. Just look. Once it eventually happens, and once we get to see it in the flesh, then I am happy enough with that. But yeah. um, so, how was lockdown for you then? So you, you said you you literally powered through writing stuff, writing material. Actually, like one one other songs we wrote, losing our mind. Kind of was the first song we kind of wrote during lockdown, and then we hadn't seen each other for about four months. Um, you know, when we weren't allowed to go anywhere. And then when they kind of opened up, you know, that you could travel outside your county, instead of like going to each other's houses and writing, we said we'd take, we'd take a trip to Clare. We rented an Airbnb. We set up like kind of a mini studio there. A really shit one. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's where we wrote Burning Wall and just came out like that. And um, it was both basically getting out away from Galway, getting away from lockdown and just trying to get back to normality a little bit. And um we didn't actually have a problem with writing music over lockdown. It kind of just naturally came to us the whole time, which we're really happy with, you know, um, because life was so busy before lockdown. Actually, maybe lockdown wasn't the worst thing to happen in terms of writing music. So we, we got a lot of time to reflect and actually just write music and just actually focus on just the music alone and the songs itself. Like, so we're, we're delighted with that. So we've, we've like six, six songs recorded. So we just need to literally finish off the album now. It's that it's that's how many songs we've recorded. So, Joe, I have I have to ask now. You can give us the gossip on what was going on here in the background. Three lads renting a house, supposed to be putting stuff together. I'm sure there was a lot of wild nights as well as creative stuff going on here. Uh, no comment. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, come on, you. No. Did, well, we well we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, but in fairness, we were pretty good. Um, I don't think we were too misbehaved for the majority of it. I'm sure, that's all part of it, isn't it? Like it's all part of the bonding. Well, as this well is when it. you finally get a trip away, and like it was great as well that we didn't have any distractions that we might have, because you know if you try to record or if you try to write at home, there might be other things happening or you've other responsibilities. Whereas we picked this week just for to focus on writing and to focus on kind of band activities, I guess you call it. So it was really good for that too. Yeah, and like especially after the few weeks or the few months rather apart to kind of get together. I, I'm sure you were on, in contact over the phone and so on. I know there was a lot of that going on and Zooms to beat the band, but it there's nothing like getting actually in the room together and literally bouncing Definitely. off each other again. 
Yeah, because you feel more of a vibe, I think, when you're in the same room together. Because, like, I know Zoom is great and it was brilliant for lockdown and it's a great technology to have, but, like, it's not the same as being in a room with people, I think, anyway. Especially, when you know, like, for a Zoom call, it might be a specific half an hour, whereas the fact that we were together for a full week, like, like I think the idea for Berlin Wall came, we were having, like, lunch one day. And then on the door, and just, like, out of nowhere, yeah. goes... Lads, I have something. Give me a guitar quick. And like, <laughs> yeah. sang the three chords and chords of Berlin Wall the exact way it is now in the recording there and then. Like that's what can happen when you're like that for a week, you know. There's a real beauty in that. There really is actually like yeah. and, and Ro, are you still writing songs hammer then? Was because uh, I know last time you were you were telling me that you normally do this. <laughs> yeah, well I'm sure you love it. Is. Um yeah, um at the odd time, I haven't <laughs> I'm, working, I'm working in Aviva now just to get just to get a job like just to get money at the moment and every time I'm drinking I just uh, I don't touch the guitar I'm just I'm just giving out about Aviva <laughs> at the yeah. moment so maybe maybe that that might be the next song that's coming along the way when I'm drunk <laughs> tell us a bit more about Berlin Wall what's it actually about I think a lot of it was like we the first time when we rented that house in Clare it's the first time we'd kind of you know been together in so long and I was like oh like a taste of normality again I think Ronan obviously you come up with that lyric uh, let's go and run or take man let's go and run we watch the sun by the Berlin Wall it's just like really encompassed the whole feeling of wanting to get out of this like routine that we were all in and go traveling anywhere you know just get that get the f out of out of uh, your house or your out of Ireland like so I think that's yeah that's really what it was about I think that's in your head as I run and we kind of felt the same yeah, and it was just like we're just because you're stuck in a lockdown. It's just like yeah. it's funny, like you know, when you're in normal times, you don't think about going away, you don't think about going on holidays, but because or anything like that, thinking about just getting out of the like that slog of what lockdown was. But when they put mm. the lockdown restrictions on, you straight away everything that you could do was just taken away from you. Um, yeah. And I think that was just the basic idea of the song, just frustration about the whole situation. I'm like, we weren't allowed to gig or yeah. anything, so you know, and we just done the Galway 2020 tour which we played to thousands of people over a week. And it was just, we had big plans for 2020 and that had all just stopped. Well, I was um, actually just going to touch on that. I'm glad you mentioned it because like you, you were playing to so many people. You had a big year planned, like, like many people did. Like I know weddings yeah. and all this kind of stuff was postponed, big life events. And like you were at the peak of literally gigging, gigging, gigging and just really kind of getting yourselves out there a lot more than usual. And it was great yeah. to see. And I, rem- I remember seeing the, like, the full list of the 2020 dates for Rofi James. And I thought, this is fantastic. Like, in, you know, it's, yeah. it's Galway supporting Galway. And what a festival. You know, it was a big landmark. And then all of a sudden, I know there was weather uh, conditions. That's, that's to, Galway. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure, look, you know, it's <laughs> Ireland. Exactly. It's, it, it's the way it is. But then to have this just literally pull the wind out of your sails, that must have been a massive blow. It was because like you're always the one thing you're always trying to get is momentum, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's 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 hard get. It was great because we got to play seven nights in a row, which was brilliant to thousands of people. And you know, you're you're already planning for the next gig. Then you're we were hoping to do a big gig in May, and everyone coming to it, and then keep releasing music. Um, you know, because we we had recorded sorry sorry had already been recorded, so we were planning releasing every time make you hate me then sorry, and then whatever song was next after that. So like we the momentum it just again stalled. Um, and it was just frustrating, no more than anyone else. It was the same for everybody in their own in their own life. That's what Berlin Wall was. It was just a lot of frustration. And actually, the song came like that. It was done in three seconds, like th- wow. in three minutes. Because the lads were like, what we do with it? Like, we try and put, I was like, no, we just need to bring it to the studio. That's the next thing we need to do. 
and then we done like this last song. That was the quickest we ever recorded the song. Yeah. yeah. It was just done. It was yeah. just, it was quick. The song, like the song had its story, had its message and it was done. And then Scale, the producer, you know, put his bits on it and, you know, really made it sound brilliant, like, you know. Yeah. Well, actually a shout out to Dave Skelton because I know he's just hit the milestone of over a hundred releases. So a shout out to Dave, if you're listening for that. Yeah. Well, I see a lot of his stuff come through the, the flirt tower doors and it's just fantastic producer to be working with it. Anytime I, I hear your stuff, I just know that the perfection that's put into these songs is just fantastic. And I know you've got a lot to do with that as well. You're the masters of all this. So every time I hear a Rofi James track, I just know that it's going to be quality. The story is going to be brilliant. And we just know that we're in for a, either a, a heartfelt or something ballady. And I just love that about you. And I know you have a different sound along the way as well. It's just fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Thank yeah, that's actually one thing I found crazy when I first because I joined the band kind of in the last few years. Yeah, the first time I was in the band, sorry to all the other bands I was in, but uh, like where the, quality <laughs> of produ- the quality of production is so high, and I was actually like a shock at first when I joined the band. It was like holy crap, you know what a difference it makes when there's like top quality production. But you just know that like the fans are going to go crazy for the new songs, and there's going to be craziness going when the album is out, and I'm I'm looking forward to spinning a lot more songs over the next few years it's never going to stop so long me rain lads i have to say it's absolutely unreal to have you and the fact that you're a galway regions as well along that way then it's just brilliant <laughs> Got you, that's for sure i know you're playing a gig on the 17th of december am i right just sold out yeah <laughs> oh fantastic that's that's great news i know that the the latest restrictions that were announced are a bit of a pain yeah. so it's it's the, literally the 50% capacity and so have you, but it's it's good that you can still go and play and be a part of it. Whoever's going, I hope you all go and enjoy it. Joe, I'll let you give us the social media handles. We'll test you now. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Instagram is Ropey James Music. Is it Ropey James? Ropey James Music? If you go Just type Ropey. in like Instagram Ropey James or type in Facebook Ropey. Just Google Rofi James, you'll find them. (laughs) You go to rofijames.com, R-O-F-I-James.com. Did I fail the test? You did, yeah. No points. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, it is Christmas, so I I can't let you go um, without asking a few Christmassy questions. We will play Berlin Wall in just a few minutes, by the way. I haven't forgotten. (laughs) But um, (laughs) Would you be big Christmas fans then, lads? Uh, Jamie, I'll start with you. I I love Christmas because I'm... I will eat everything in the house and I have an excuse to do it on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But what yeah. about you, Joe? I'm the same. I love it. I love the fact that you can use Christmas as an excuse for anything pretty much from December 1st till April 2nd. Oh, Jesus, what kind of Christmas <laughs> do you have? <laughs> <laughs> no joking. But like, I do love it. Family time and the fact that everyone's home and it's just kind of nice vibes generally around the place, you know? Yeah, uh, that, that's class. And what about you, Ro? Uh, my girlfriend calls me the Grinch. Oh, no. There's always one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's 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 grand i do like it i, I love christmas eve and st stephen's day i find christmas day boring so boring well you're probably uh, recovering from a hangover <laughs> that's why you find it boring uh, my mom makes uh, irish coffees and like oh they're the strongest drinks ever it's like we've great cracking christmas eve there's one Christmas me and my dad played a gig in the Galway Hotel it was the best Christmas we ever had I just find you're just sitting there watching films and it's just like oh grand <laughs> I prefer having 
uh, prayer in the crack with uh, family and friends more so you know yeah well it's, yeah. About, it's about kind of getting together and just kind of you know just chilling out and just enjoying time together it hasn't really lost its big tradition in that regard despite how commercial it's gotten like last year because of covid like my, my whole family got hit by covid as in as in our jobs did like we all lost our we all lost jobs like my sister was an air hostess dad was a musician i was a musician we decided to do presents last year and honestly it was like the best crisp like it was the most enjoyable there was no no pressure on it like you know yeah it was just and get was together about, and have a laugh yeah probably one of the most memorable christmases you know so yeah Speaking of presents, actually, uh, would you buy each other presents, you know, as a band over the few years, well, since you've been together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is Ronan, you know, not that tight, actually go and buy a pint for his band members? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's nice to <laughs> Would you actually do, um, uh, you know, like a, a present swap or was it just a drink and that's it? Um, drinks probably. Yeah, we're not, yeah. Like, we're not really that kind of, we're cheap. <laughs> right, moving swiftly it. on. <laughs> Would you be fans of the toy show then? It's good crack to watch. Right? We're usually gigging, with funnily enough. But I remember, yeah. I remember last year we weren't, and uh, that was when Ryan Tubby dropped the f bomb. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's probably, probably worth that. That's probably my highlight of the year, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah. I find toy shows like the start of Christmas. Yeah. 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 So it kind of kicks it off. It can be good. I think it's good in fairness sometimes. I played yeah. for the toy show before when I was younger to play on it. Did you actually? Uh, yeah. And it was, I can't believe it. I, I, the song I picked was Wonderwall. <laughs> 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 I was 13. I thought I was like, oh, this would be class. I mean, yeah, I didn't even get, did not, didn't even get an audition. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> maybe leave it, maybe a Christmas song or something. <laughs> yeah. Wonderwall. It was definitely so bad as well. <laughs> considering your musicians actually will go with this what's that song that when you first hear it on the radio that you know it's the start of christmas and ro i'll come to you first on this driving home for christmas it's a great song it's like it's one it's just it's um i don't know what it is there's something really relaxed and what kind of christmas should be about like you know just to relax and enjoy it and there's like that again like to me christmas is meeting up with friends and family that you haven't yeah. seen in so long, that you know, people that come home from really far. That's to me what Christmas is about. So that song, I think, it captures that. You know, so that to me, that that'd be that song. Great. What about you, Joe? That's actually a good answer as well. To be honest. <laughs> but um, I think I would probably say, you know, "Merry Christmas" by Slade. Oh it's yeah, class. Growing up, um, so I'd probably stick with that as well. Well, it's not on the radio that often, I find, compared to some of the rest. Yeah, no, it's probably, think... it's probably why it's better because you, you know, you get to pick it when you want to listen to it. I'd say. Yeah, true. True, very true, actually. Good point. What about you, Jay? I think Anton Michael Bublé, to be honest. Right. <laughs> when he comes out of his cave once a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my, my mother has this Michael Bublé CD that it doesn't see the light of day until Christmas and it's on nonstop for like a month, like the, <laughs> the two weeks before and after. So you're just like, this is nice that after two days you're like, oh, I wonder how far I can throw that speaker out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, would you be a fan of big Christmas games then? Board games or? We kind of, we always keep it simple in my house. Like my brother is usually home from Dublin. And so we usually just have a few hot whiskeys and kind of watch. We always watch Supersonic by Oasis and the Eagles documentary and a couple of things like that. Love All actually right. is always in the cards as well. <laughs> Can I but, just um, say to the listeners, please yeah. drink responsibly. The amount of times we've mentioned alcohol on this show, yes, we yes. are not endorsing alcohol drinking, by the way. 
no. <laughs> Joe, please bring bring us somewhere else. <laughs> Again, no comments, no joke. Oh God. Um, yeah, it's kind of same with us. It's pretty simple. Like I think a lot of families tend to go, do a lot of visiting and stuff on Christmas Day, whereas we just kind of take time to ourselves. So like we'll just do whatever presents in the morning and dinner, and then maybe it's usually kind of the PlayStation we'd whip out a bit of Crash Bandicoot because oh, we used okay. to play that when we were kids. So kind of whip that out as well sometimes and um, just kind of see whatever we fancy there's not really like a set template you know yeah mm-hmm. just go whatever with the flow yeah pretty much just chill out do whatever and yeah. Ro what about you I'd say you're in religious services are you singing full gospel oh. songs oh yeah big time big time <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we yeah we always uh, we funny like um, my mum swims all the time so she does a Christmas swim and we just watch her we don't go in we always do um, uh, we always I don't know what it is because um, dad's from the Iron Islands he, we always go down to the docks um, every Christmas morning. We always, he always drives down to the docks, <laughs> and he always talks about how that's where the boat, that's where the boat used to bring him to the Iron Islands every Christmas. And he talked about stories about going out to the island and how nice it was going back to the island on the boat every Christmas Eve. So we always do that, and then we have a uh, hit the cans. Okay, Guinness, fair enough. Guinness zero zero. Guinness zero zero. Yeah. yeah, Coke now. Cans of seven up. Yeah. Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah. Respon- yeah. Responsible band, yeah. And speaking yeah. responsible, you can only choose one of these. Um, in terms of sweets, so what would you prefer? And Joe, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, you can only choose roses, celebrations, college street, seasons, greetings, or heroes. Which would be the one? Oh, geez, that's a big choice. <laughs> that's like, which of the five contents would you like to go to? Um, <laughs> say that again, sorry. Roses, <laughs> celebrations, quality street, seasons, greetings, or heroes? Oh, probably heroes, I'd say, out of five. Okay. But I'd say celebrations or roses would be a close second. The other two are non-sweets in my head. Fair enough. Yeah. I always love um, celebrations and quality street. I always love the Maltesers and set in the... Uh, celebrations uh, yeah. but the Maltesers are gone didn't after like 10 seconds yeah <laughs> that's the problem right. yeah. what part yeah. of only choose one do you not understand after the question <laughs> 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 celebrations easy easy yeah. thank god there's an answer just one answer <laughs> lovely <laughs> celebrate good times <laughs> and uh, before I let you go what would be your all time favourite uh, Christmas song in terms of if you were to do a cover or perform as a band Jesus, a good one. I, enjoy, I, I enjoy I know it might be cliche but I love playing fairy tale yeah because um, I think it just I think it's just it's, it's the Irish Christmas song really isn't it it's um, people know it like it's just such a great song um, and it's it's got everything like if it wasn't a Christmas like it's the only, the only thing that makes that song Christmas is he actually wrote it about Christmas, but he he didn't intend it to be a Christmas song. So yeah, um, it's just I think it's just an absolute great song, um, and I love playing it. It's just because it's like the, everything's a sing along part in it. It's brilliant. True. Yeah, it, it's yeah. that kind of like you huddle together and just basically sway along and sing along, and well, in yeah. my case, you croak along. But you know, you just <laughs> you, you, you just uh, get get involved, and it just it's just good to have uh, a sing song like that. What about you, Jay? Um, I think fairy tale as well. Yeah, it's, it's it always it always kind of sticks out there. You always hear it on the radio, and you always just get that feeling where oh, here we go, now is the time for the extra pair of socks. And the 40 cups <laughs> <of tea. laughs> Fair enough. And let me guess, Joe, you probably might be going to say the same, I think. Yeah, but uh, to be honest, a bit more like a left field one. I know it's cheesy as hell, but a cover band I used to be in, uh, we used to play uh, the Mariah Carey one. 
Alright. It's actually a lot of fun to play. I know it's cheesy as hell, but like it it is fun to play at the time. No cheese is good. I tried to hit the high notes. <laughs> <laughs> he all used to dress up like Mariah Carey's well for the gigs. Yeah, yeah. That was a good song though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on that graphic imagery lads thanks a million for uh, joining me a part of the Christmas show and um, listen I wish you the best of luck with Berlin Wall and in the new year hopefully you'll be able to come in studio and we'll have a, a chat and we'll have more information on this debut album oh, thanks a million Chris can't wait for it Cheers, happy Christmas uh, yeah happy Christmas lads thanks again for joining me and um, we'll chat to you very soon